Hello, I am Kyle Davidson, and I am here with Dan from Group Love, who is going to be playing at 8 p.m. tonight alongside Pretoria. So, Dan, I just had a quick question. So, I know that, you know, earlier the band tweeted that you actually, you know, grew up listening to Impact. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I, uh, I was born at Sparrow Hospital. I grew up in St. John's, uh, which maybe some people know of, but it's a little town tucked away like 15 minutes from here, and kind of the only station that was playing uh interesting music back then and i don't know if that's the same now but the only thing that was really uh catching my ear at that time was uh 88 9 and it was it was the way i discovered discovered a lot of new bands and things i hadn't heard before um and just felt like it was kind of expanding uh my musical palette i guess you could say so yeah, I've been and I, you know, whenever I come home and visit family, it's what I listen to. Yeah, and you know, well, you know, well, kind of one of the things that I've read online just in past interviews and things like that is that I know, you know, Group Love obviously went on hiatus for a little bit, and then you had, you know, Healer that came out, and y'all had to cancel your tour, and then you know, you put together another album that released last year. So how does it feel to kind of be back out, you know, with two albums of material to perform live again? Uh, it's, I think. It was a moment where no matter what you were doing and what your uh, your profession is or your hobbies are, I think everybody missed uh, the ability to do what they love in, in some form or fashion. And that certainly extended to us and, you know, our musical family and our crew. Um, it was a tough time, you know. I think it was tough on everybody. But uh, it, the shows have certainly helped kind of bring us back and, and helped – with some catharsis and, and uh, for lack of a better term, healing. Um, and yeah, it's, you know, it's all I've ever really wanted to do. And, and uh, there's a sense of community that exists at the shows and we're lucky to have a really good community and fan base. So it's been really great to reconnect to those people uh, after two years of really, you know, a lack of connection other than through a keyboard maybe. And that's not really, great connection um so it's it's been really nice and and cathartic yeah and kind of tying back to you know your community and you know some of your bands and the culture surrounding it i noticed that y'all do a lot of therapy including you know being climate positive certified by the un as well as you know part recent partnerships with cal hope so i just want to know how did that you know kind of ethos become part of the band what kind of inspires you all to take on things like that and go above and beyond I I think uh, I I mean that's tough to answer. You know, Hannah's dad was is an environmentalist. Um, I I I grew up listening to bands that would always be outspoken. You know, I remember buying Nirvana and Sesticide in the in the liner notes. You know, he said if you're racist, homophobic, or any way discriminate against women, please leave us alone. Don't buy our records. So I kind of come from a from that um, that sort of thinking. Um, not necessarily to want to exclude anybody, but definitely uh, using the the platform that we've been afforded to try and bring about some sort of positivity and and encourage you know encourage people to look into some of the things that we feel are uh, urgent issues, which is you know um, climate change and uh, equality and um, equal rights, obviously trans rights, you know. Um, all those things are just, you know, there's a lot of people struggling out there, a lot of people hurting, and, and I think everybody can do a little bit more to, to make sure that, you know, everybody feels safe and, and supported. Yeah, 
Absolutely, absolutely. So we actually have a personal question here, and I know a lot of people at our station are big fans of BoJack Horseman, including George, our station manager here. So um, one of the things that we were kind of curious about is that I know Group Love's done a lot of original music for things that are very nostalgic for us or very iconic. I know we even have station merch with BoJack on it. So we just kind of want to know, you know, how did that operation, you know, how did that opportunity come around and, you know, what was it kind of like working on a song that, you know, to reflect the tone of, you know, the general themes presented in that show? It's funny. Um, they had, they were fans. They, uh, and I know, I'm not sure if it was the, the creator or Aaron Paul or um, how that all shook out, but they had gotten in contact with us and, um, and some other musicians. I know um, one of the fellows from Black Keys did uh, a song for it too, but they contacted us and, um, and Christian actually, it's it's his original demo that became the the song that everybody knows from the end credits. And I think Hannah could correct me. She's filming me right now, but uh, she could correct me. I think that he tried to turn in like a, a quote unquote better quality version of that song. <laughs> they were like, no, we like the demo. So what you hear is just, I think it's the first thing that came to his mind. So, uh, you know, kind of getting to one of those things, and I know we mentioned earlier, you know, kind of one of the nice things about being live and connecting people. Once again, I mean, is there a song that you particularly enjoy playing live, especially out of, you know, new material? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's, I think every song, I, it sounds cliche and uh, and a little, little cheesy, but I think I enjoy playing all of them for different reasons. You know, there's some songs that, the fans kind of bring to a different level live. And um, even though we might've played certain songs, you know, hundreds of times at this point, there's that thing that happens when there's a crowd of people singing along in unison that kind of just brings out a different um, emotion to the song. And, and that like connection can bring something to, to the next place, you know, to like almost like a higher level of, of being, at least for me, it feels that way. Uh, and then there's songs that I like uh, selfishly because we get to go a little wilder or I just, you know, I'm inclined to enjoy the way that they sound. Um, I think maybe right now it's probably the song Just What You Want, which is off our last record. Um, it just, yeah, it, it feels good. And it was, it was birthed in such a, um, an organic way that it's really exciting to finally like be able to play that for people because for so long it was just ours and now we get to experience it with other people so that's been really gratifying and i know earlier you know when we first came in here you were talking about how you saw your first show at the breslin center obviously we're a college radio station so i just got to ask you know are there any artists that you know or songs that kind of when you think you know kind of immediately take you back to your early 20s and college age and stuff like that yeah uh yeah, it was all, you know, for me, it was a lot of, it was a lot of the Seattle stuff. Uh, I had a, old, had, still have an older brother. Um, he's five years older, so I was kind of gravitating towards a lot of stuff that he was listening to, you know, talking earlier about uh, Nirvana, but Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, all that stuff was coming out. And then um, really Radiohead really was like, a college age was the game changer for me. When I heard Idiotech, it, it, it flipped what I knew about music in a way that has probably never happened since, or if it has, it's, uh, it hasn't felt as quite as profound. It, it, really, it really encouraged me to seek out different kinds of music. I was just sort of, you know, a, a punk rock guy 
or rock guy until then. And when I heard that, it really, it was the first time that it opened my eyes that like music is this, this higher art form. It's not just pure emotion or this aggression. Um, it can be, it can be multidimensional and multifaceted. Yeah, and I mean, you know, talking about that realization and things like that, I mean, you know, earlier you mentioned, you know, you're a local and things like that, and I mean, obviously being, you know, here in Lansing, you know, there's a great music scene, you know, not just here, but throughout the course of Michigan, so, you know, obviously you may kind of made the big time coming from St. John's to here, but, you know, do you have any advice to, you know, any of the artists that we might work with who are just kind of getting their start? Uh, I would say en just enjoy it, and if, if the enjoyment of it, you can find some sort of purpose, then, then chase that and follow that and um and if you're inspired to do it keep doing it you know and and don't focus on making it a career focus on enjoying it for the love of of creating something and for love of of creating something with your friends and sharing that with other people is really a special thing and i think you know people get too career-minded too soon and you lose that and it can affect the music and and not usually not in a great way so my ultimate advice would be um, enjoy yourself and enjoy the music and, and, you know, just take it from there.